One concept that you'll need to understand are the models of representative democracy. So when the framers were writing the Constitution, they wanted to compromise uh, among three different ideas of the best type of representative democracy. These are vocabulary words that we did all the way back in Chapter 1, which include participatory democracy, pluralist democracy, and elite democracy. Uh, today, our democracy in the United States includes elements of each of these theories, but it's quite possible that you might have to argue in your FRQ4 which one is the best explanation um, for the type of government that we have today. So I'm going to start with participatory democracy. This is a type of democracy that focuses on popular sovereignty, that the government authority should be in the hands of individuals selected by the people. Uh, the authority we have in a representative democracy is based on the will of the majority in what is called majoritarianism. This type of democracy emphasizes uh, the wide-ranging participation of citizens as individuals uh, rather than as a group of, group of members or powerful elites. The clearest example of participatory democracy you could give would be voting for public officials. Okay, so we all participate when we go out to individually exercise our right to vote. Citizens and democracies, however, have numerous options for participation. They can engage in political discussions. They can sign petitions, attend town hall meetings, contact officials, um, protest, uh, do demonstrations, walkouts. So that's all participatory democracy. The second choice would be a pluralist democracy. And this is based on the idea of pluralism, that democracy should incorporate the influence of various groups of individuals with shared beliefs without allowing any one group to dominate. So that we have all of these different competing interests and groups out there. But because of the way the Constitution is set up, it's impossible for any one group to take over. Various groups will compete for power and influence, um, but again, there's no way to establish long-term control. Pluralism today is best um, seen in our government with the large number of interest groups that we have today that are able to influence policy um, because they're concerned about particular issues uh, that we have going on. Uh, interest groups can impact that policy by donating to campaigns. They can lobby. They can testify at hearings. They can provide research. They can help to write laws. The third option would be elite democracy. Elite democracy is the idea that government authority in democracy tends to migrate to the hands of a small group of educated and wealthy individuals to reduce popular participation. Uh, it's argued that the influence of the elites is reflected in membership of our government because many members of Congress have a net worth of $1 million or more. Very few members come from working class backgrounds. Uh, also, Supreme Court judges are usually graduates of prestigious law schools, so they would all be described as the elites or higher-ups that we potentially have uh, going on.